from the Detroit Free Press. I'm Kayla Cockrell with today's Free Press Voice Briefing. It's Friday, December 1st, 2023. This is J.C. Rinder with the Detroit Free Press. Detroit is expecting a big economic impact from hosting next year's NFL draft. At a preview this week, Mayor Mike Duggan said 300,000 to 400,000 people are expected to visit in April when the three-day football festival takes place. The total economic impact may even rival that of Detroit's 2006 Super Bowl. The mayor expects the draft to have a bigger impact on Detroit businesses than those in past host cities because the entire event is happening in downtown. Other cities have held their draft outside of their downtowns. The event will happen April 25th through the 27th and will take place in multiple areas, including Campus Martius, Hart Plaza, and the Monroe Street Midway. I'm Frank Witzel with the Detroit Free Press. Four years after the All-Academy Ball was put on hold, the event is restarting next month, giving Michigan's cadets and midshipmen at the nation's five service academies a chance to come home, don their dress uniforms, and dance into the night. The event, organized by the parent clubs of the five academies, is a half-century-old tradition that organizers said Wednesday was put on pause by the pandemic and taking some time to reestablish. The last time it was held, the nation was at war, and since then... America's armed forces have transitioned to peacetime. This year's ball is set for December 22nd in Detroit at One Campus Martius. Tickets and event sponsorships are still available. The pandemic, of course, never shut down the nation's armed forces, but it did postpone some of its traditions, among them the statewide annual balls like the one scheduled in Michigan. As for this year's All-Academy Ball, the theme, The Future of Freedom, recognizes that the cadets and midshipmen are training to become armed forces officers responsible for soldiers, sailors, Marines, airmen, guardsmen, and mariners. This is Todd Spangler, Washington correspondent for the Detroit Free Press. On Wednesday, the U.S. Fish and Wildlife Service officially listed the North American wolverine as a threatened species. For the wolverines themselves, this is probably good news. There are said to be only about 300 left in the lower 48 states. Climate change is said to be destroying the snow-packed habitats they cling to. What's less clear is why we're telling you about this. Don't get us wrong. We love wolverines. They're furry. They're mean. They smell bad. Also, Michigan is known as the Wolverine State. The University of Michigan sports teams are nicknamed the Wolverines. What's strange is that no one's really certain how they got those nicknames. Sure, Michigan was known for trappers who worked here hundreds of years ago, but there's no evidence there was ever a big Wolverine population in the state. As of now, there are two in Michigan. And there at the Detroit Zoo say they presumably don't need protection. UM doesn't have a live animal or even a person in a suit pretending to be a wolverine as a mascot. But we still wanted to let our listeners know that wolverines, living primarily in the western states, are finally getting some extra protection. As for the Iowa Hawkeyes in this week's Big Ten Championship game, though, forget about it. I'm Andrew Burkle with the Free Press Sports Department. Earlier this week, Michigan State introduced Jonathan Smith as its new head football coach, and something he said sort of stuck with me. He said more than any sport, football is the ultimate team game. You need top to bottom buy, and when the guy in front of you goes down, you better be ready to fill his shoes, whether that's one of the 11 players on offense or on defense, or even on special teams. 
There may not be a better walking, breathing example of this than Malcolm Rodriguez from the Detroit Lions. Last year, Rodriguez became an instant sensation before his rookie year even started. Given the nickname Rodrigo by Lions coach Dan Campbell, the linebacker was the breakout star of HBO's Hard Knocks. Then he started 15 games as a rookie and was impressive. But when the Lions made some offseason moves at the linebacker spot, Rodrigo was forced to a reserve role, that is, at least at linebacker. Rodrigo was put to use on special teams where he's a natural fit. And when fullback Jason Cabinda went down with an injury, take a guess who was there to step up. Yep, Rodrigo. Before this season, he had never even played a day of fullback in his life. Heck, he was a quarterback in high school, but it didn't take him long to figure things out. Lions offensive coordinator Ben Johnson said his low center of gravity and general instincts make him a natural fit. Now fast forward to week 13. The Lions are suddenly down a linebacker. Alex Anzalone will miss the game against the Saints on Sunday with a hand injury. His backup, Rodrigo. That means the do-it-all Oklahoma State product will be pulling double duty on Sunday. But he's not sweating it. After all, he's been practicing for both roles for weeks now. If we've learned anything about him during his time in Detroit, he'll never pass on a chance to help his team. For more stories from the Detroit Free Press, be sure to check out Freep.com. That's F-R-E-E-P dot com.